welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Brian, a.k.a. Mr. Probs, a.k.a. Big Tasty. Look, serving in worship and production can be one of the most rewarding experiences. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship pastor, and I'm a production pastor, and these are our problems. Welcome to episode 87 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast, where we aim to encourage, entertain, and equip worship and tech leaders all over the world. Sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, Big Tasty? What is up? What is up? Dude, I'm kind of, I'm a little nervous right now. So we're podding right now, like we do every Saturday morning. Yep. And and then pretty soon here, my wife's leaving, and I got two hours with the baby by myself. Oh man! This will be the first time. Well, teach him so, how to smoke. <laughs> teach him about that bark, man. Okay, so like <laughs> smoker or yeah, the smoker. Oh, okay, smoke okay, some tasty I, meats, I, man. I feel like he's a little early for a cigar, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some tasty treats. Yeah, dude, we're making some smoked queso today. It's gonna be awesome. Nice. But hey. Uh, before we go a little too far into the podcast, why don't you tell all of our lovely listeners a little bit about Planning Center Online? Absolutely. So, you know, Planning Center, we love Planning Center. And uh, these are the tools that you need uh, to be effective in your ministry. So That's right. um, it's a set of seven online applications. You can subscribe individually or use them all together as a full church management system. Here's what Here's what Planning Center can do for you. You can check people into events and classes. You can receive, process, and track donations. You can organize small groups and take attendance. You can centralize everything you need to gain insight into your church members. You can take online event signups and payments. You can track and approve how and when facilities and resources are used. And as we all love the services app, you can schedule volunteers in any ministry. Uh, You can plan services and equip your worship team. I would encourage you to explore and give Planning Center applications a try. 30-day free trial. You can learn more at planning.center. You know, we asked the question not too long ago, like, would a professional show up without the tools they need to do the job? So, like, legit, yep. would a worship pastor show up to lead worship without his skinny jeans? Right. Nope. Would I show up to the griddle without my spatulas and just no. use would my tech- hands? I wouldn't use my hands. No. Would a tech guy show up to run tech and wear all white? No. <laughs> no. No, no, you got to have the right tools to get the job done in planning center, whether you're in worship ministry or in any ministry in your church is what you need to get the job done. It's the right stuff. <laughs> you got the right stuff. Isn't that a song? Baby? Probably. Yeah. Insane. Oh, yeah, love. Yeah. <laughs> you parched. Got a little drink of Joe. Got to get a little coffee in there, dude. <laughs> One of us has to get the Joe going. So, hey, dude, what's going on? How's life? How's the world? One thing we got to talk about. Yeah. So there has been a worldwide phenomenon since about what, 2012, 13, somewhere in there called Hamilton. Mm, yes. And I've been trying to get you to watch it. I've, yes. I've watched it a bunch. I've seen it live. I've listened to it millions of times. I don't think you were a huge fan, were you? Um, okay. Let me first, before I unpack this, I am in the minority and I realized yes. that I am a doink. I didn't get it. Kim didn't get it. Um, now, I, that is not to say I didn't understand it. Like, I just don't get the hype. I know I okay. know people are hyped. And so people are crying at the end. And oh. people are so, I mean, and I'm so glad it did that for you. 
it just didn't yeah. do that for us. So, and that's okay. That, I, okay. So I will be honest. The first time, my, so my wife and I, we were driving to Ohio yeah. last year and she's like, you're listening to Hamilton. And the first run through, I was like, that is the longest three hours of my life. <laughs> right. And then she was like, well, let me just play some of the bangers from it. So we listened to like satisfied. We listened to guns and ships, right hand man. It's quiet uptown. And I was like, okay, I'm maybe starting to feel a little bit more. Yeah. And then we get to day two of the drive. And I was like, let's do Hamilton one more time. And then I was like, okay, I'm starting to fall in love with characters. I'm yeah. understanding the story more because it is a lot at one time. Mm. Now I'm the guy. I've watched it four times since it's been on a Disney Plus. Oh my gosh. I have cried every single time at the wow. end. Wow. Okay. I need I'm gonna try it again. Yeah, like okay, because so I want Lin you to think Manuel about is crazy talented. Yeah, like I think and I I have mad respect for him. So, you know. I'll try There's it again. There's just these moments, sure. dude, like in the song, it's quiet uptown. Like all this nonsense has happened. They've lost their son. She finds Alexander's cheated on her, all this stuff. And they're sitting there, they've moved. And there's this moment where she stands, Eliza is standing next to Alexander Hamilton. And he's been trying to just say, if you'll just talk to me, if you'll just this, it'll be enough. And at some point she reaches over and she takes his hand and everyone in the background sings forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Like, dude, it's just this picture of like grace and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And then like when Alexander dies at the end, uh, it's just, oh my goodness, dude. It literally tears me up. The, uh, the, the, one of the main ladies. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Fran Kona, Francine. Is there one of the, Okay, like what's her role? I'm trying to remember. Uh it's a it's she's played by a black woman who is a television actress. Um, I don't remember. Oh, um uh, Yeah. Angelica. Angel that's probably she's Angelica. She's, she's incredible. I, yeah. And the guy who plays the king. Oh, dude, you know who he is man. too? Do you know who he is? He is that's the the voice of Kristoff. Yeah, the dude from, from Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> uh yeah, he's got a canon, man. And the guy that plays uh, George Washington, Christopher Jackson. Yes. So, so good. A lot of these people were in In the Heights. We, we we saw In the Heights on Broadway right after they won the Tony. So we saw the full original oh, cast. Cool. And uh, it that it that was awesome. That was our first like Lynn Manuel. Yeah. Yeah. Miranda. He he's incredible. Dude, so cool. I will one try of my friends. Again. Yeah, one of my friends from high school uh mixes front of house for Hamilton. Um yeah, on Broadway, like he's the the A one. Oh, wow. Yeah, super crazy. Like to think from our little town, like to do like that's awesome. And it's 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 the tale as old as time. He was he uh, working for a sound company. I think the story goes, and uh, this was back when In the Heights was like the jam. Mm. And somebody got sick. He got called in, and did such a good job that kept him on. And now he's like Lin Manuel's go to front of house guy. Wow! Like, somebody told me they're making In the Heights into one of these. Yeah, it's gonna be well. an actual. Yeah, well, I think that's actual movie. Wow. Okay. So, but, but I, here's okay. what I want you to take away from that story. If you're listening right now, I don't care if you're a worship leader. I don't care if you're a tech guy. Like, be prepping now, because you never know when the moment may be that the yep. Lord asks you to step into something. Always be ready, baby. And you've got to be ready to roll. You know what I mean? Like you, like I think that's why Scripture talks about being ready in season and out. Not only just like with your gifts and talents, but also with like how you present the gospel to people, because like there's going to be moments that God opens up a door 
And it's like, I need you to walk through this and I need you to be ready. Absolutely. So like, it's really easy sometimes to like get down on ourselves and go, well, I'm, you know, I'm not serving in Brian's church. Like, oh, they got a 1200 seat auditorium and a PM seven and I can't, you know, it's, but are you grinding now getting prepared, getting ready? Cause what happens one day if Kyle gets sick and you're the guy that's been following him and it's like your moment to step up and get in there. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. You never know when the Lord's going to open a door. Be ready to step Be ready. through it. Be ready. And, dude, I read, okay, our one of our um, street team members, Ali Bachanos, um, she Bajanos. had this in her story yesterday. Yeah, that's right, Bachanos. <laughs> Where, uh, I sent it to my wife. Hold on. I just want to read this quote to you because it literally, it like kicked me in the teeth. Um, did you see this in her story? I did. Yeah. She's, she so, drops a hammer, man. Dude, she's amazing. Lack of confidence kills more dreams than lack of ability. Mm, mm. Talent matters, especially at elite levels, but people talk themselves out of giving their best effort long before talent becomes the limiting factor. Mm. You're capable of more than you know. Don't be your own bottleneck. Mm. And that just like hit Mm. me like wherever you're at, your situation, everything, like don't let that be a deciding factor about how hard you're going to work to get good at your craft. Absolutely. So... Absolutely. I will now step off of my soap. Get to work. Get to work, fam. That's right. All right, dude. So you're back to services study tonight, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So did you guys do a ticketing system? Like, how are you? Um, we didn't. Um, I We have heard from so many churches that did one that it, it kind of didn't maybe do what they hoped it would do. So we're just communicating with people. You're going to see some changes, you know, not pass an offering or communion or bulletins or anything like that. And we've got every other row marked, you know, vacant with tape and the front rows of all the sections are marked off. And so it takes that 1200 probably down to 350 or 400. So, yeah, um, I think we're hoping we're still doing one tonight and two tomorrow. So over the course, you know, and we'll still stream all of them. So, yeah. That's yeah. good. You guys typically didn't stream all your services, right? You only we, streamed one of them. We streamed the two on Sunday, but not okay. not on Saturday. So when COVID hit, we streamed them all. And we're just going to keep doing that. Yeah, it's really interesting right now. I heard Lee. I was listening to the MXU podcast the other day, and um, they were talking about Bayside. And so when COVID first hit, they were running like twenty thousand people between eight campuses. Um, so everything shuts down. They jump to online. He goes, if you like, if you look at the Facebook stuff, they were like in the six digits with views. And then if you looked at like their actually website with people watching more than 30 minutes, they were at like 50,000. Wow. But now here we sit, you know, X amount of weeks since everything first shut down and their online viewership has dropped 75%. Wow. Wow. And I think we're all seeing those numbers coming down. But I think one of the things that's really weird right now is like, we all know everyone is on their phone more than ever. Like I bet screen time for people is up 20, 25% way up, yes. but church viewership is going way down. Yeah. So it's just these weird conversations of like, how are we as a church going to respond to maybe some of what we were doing that we thought was really good may not be working. So trying to figure all of that out, man, that's uh, it's crazy right now. I know we're having a lot of conversations about like, you know, we have X amount of people in the room, but we have, you know, a lot more people online that mm-hmm. are engaging. Mm-hmm. 
So how are we, do we do an online experience that's separate from uh, our our people in the room? We do some stuff with like a tape delay that allows us to like inject other things that the live stream sees that we don't see in house. So do we need to be much more pointed? You know, do we record a like keep worship live, but then do a recorded message for those online so it's specifically geared pointed. towards them? Yeah, because. Yeah. Right now, you're having to talk through an audience to get to an audience. Mm. You know what I mean? And We're so, having those same conversations. Like, you know, when you watch a sporting event on TV, it's it's designed to be watched on TV. Exactly. And so for the, to translate that into our world, you know, we, we, you know, how do we specialize those online experiences um, for people who are watching online? Because it is different than being in the room. And I'll tell you what else I'm sort of working through in my head. So it's, I think it, it would be a rare person who is sitting on their couch watching a service online, who's actually like singing out loud and really entering. So we're, we're coming out of four months of people basically just watching on TV. Yeah. So how is that going to affect as we reintroduce in-person services? Are people, is it just going to come pouring out because it's, they've been saving it up or is it going to change how they engage in the process? I know it's it people for us. I mean, people came out. We were really impressed with how they came out. Good, good. That encourages me. I need that, man. (laughs) uh, But I'll be honest though. We had a, we had a bridge go down that really limited people being able to get to our church. And it was father's day. And then it was like shockingly low attendance. Mm, mm, mm. Those that came were in it to win it, but it was like, crazy so dude it's just again it's it's a weird time but you know what we need right now bt what we need we need to laugh a little let's do it this things get so serious we don't laugh enough in the church so why don't we get into our first of three segments on the podcast today called her concerns Each week on the Worship Leader Pros podcast we like to take just a quick moment and uh, read some of the per concerns that you guys get in your churches. And so it's been fun. I think recently, like, even though a lot of us, you know, aren't meeting or we don't have quite as many people meeting up in live, we've had some great comments about live streaming. And so, uh, here's what we do. We read these prayer concerns that you guys get, whether it's in the comment section of your, of your live stream or things people write in. And we like to read those because a lot of times, you know, we just ask how can we be praying for you and people like to share everything that's going wrong with the church, at least from their perspective. And so we read these each week because it allows you, I think, to see that, like, it's so fun when you see that the big church on the other side of town is literally dealing with the same exact things that you are. And it makes the world feel smaller, and it makes it feel like maybe you're not quite so alone in ministry. So, Big Tasty, what do we got this week? Got a good crop, so let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. When you fix the audio, please hit rewind. I love this song. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh it's like that movie you ever see the movie click yes that's a good that's a good movie yeah. <laughs> i need that remote control because i need to hear goodness of god again please <laughs> that's right that's right okay number two number two okay <laughs> this one got me this one got me good okay for some reason the chronologically advanced members of our congregation <laughs> to- <laughs> Took to commenting on Facebook cover photos. <laughs> I'm waiting. Where are you? <laughs> what is it? The chronologically chronologically what? advanced. 
That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. The chronologically yes. advanced. I have not heard that Oh my that goodness. I've not heard that That's one. really good. Okay. Number three. A couple of kids who are like 10 or 12 from our church spam emojis in the live chat until I put them in timeout. <laughs> Dude, that happens all the time on ours. Like you just all of a sudden you just start looking and it's like care, care face, care face, care face, care face. And it's like the same person over and over. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> just like, come on, get your kid in line. Oh my gosh. All right. Number four, uh, we had a church member that watches from home contact us saying that when the pastor says heads bowed and eyes closed, he is fidgeting with his papers and not closing his eyes. And it's distracting. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. Number five. Last one. Bottom of the pudding cup. Hi. I'm unable to find the service on my TV. What channel is this on? <laughs> Me. It's a live stream, ma'am, on YouTube. Her. What channel is YouTube on? <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, well, guys, thank you so oh, much for it. sending in your <laughs> inserts to the Worship Leader Pod. Pod's, uh, I can't even say that. <laughs> that one got me. What channel is YouTube <laughs> what on? Channel is YouTube? <laughs> oh, well, hey, again, thank you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Uh, if you'd like us to read those, all you got to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab. And there we have a form. We don't ask for your name, your church's name. It's completely anonymous. And again, we just are really thankful that you guys would send those in. So, well, guys, we've got a brand new segment of the podcast that we're really excited to bring with you. So we are partners with um, uh, Five Words Media in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, what drew us to them is they reached out um, because they were doing something called Free Church AV. And so they were giving away uh, a sound system, lighting system, video system to a church that was going to be up to $250,000. And so we helped them to uh, encourage people to sign up. And at the end of the day, like they actually are for free giving away to our friends at Hope Church in uh, Danville, Virginia, $149,000 of a brand new AVL system. Incredible. So uh, we've stayed friends with these guys. And so we asked their owner, Dan Gorley, to just do a new segment that we're calling Gear Talk with Gorley. Um, I know so much of us, as we're ministering to churches and uh, are ministering to our congregants and and ministering to the people around us, like it's hard to stay on top of gear that's coming out and to know what's going on. And so we wanted to, because, you know, a huge value for us is uh, equipping you guys with knowledge. Amen. And so uh, Dan's going to about once a month jump on and just like, here's a piece of gear that we've just learned about, and this is why you should have it. So uh, check out our first segment of Gear Talk with Gorley. Hey guys, welcome to Gear Talk with Gorley, and joining me today is Michael Martin. Say hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. (laughs) Michael Martin from Five Words Media. Today, we are really excited to be hosting these episodes of Gear Talk, and we just want to say thank you to the team at Worship Leader Probs. So today, Michael, what are we talking about? We are talking about next-generation digital audio consoles, And let me tell you a little tale. Can I take you back in time, Michael? Let's hear it. Story time. All right. Story time with Gourley. So the first consoles that we used to deal with that were uh, not analog consoles, the first digital consoles, the goal with the first digital consoles was just to get them to sound decent, 
Okay, so if you were ever uh, sitting in front of a manufacturer, they would tell you things like, our consoles sound warm. The preamps, those mystical preamps, they sounded warm or natural or just run a vocal through it. You heard that a lot. It sounds That was good. the selling point was that it was warm, that it sounded different than somebody else. Right. It wasn't a collection of ones and zeros. Yes. It was a warm console. So that's how the first console started, right? And then we got into console sounding good, finally. And then we are getting into this next generation console market. Okay, so what's this about? So basically, this is uh, the console that finally has like a breakthrough in price and performance. And it brings to the masses what uh, was formerly only on par with like a larger desk. Right. So... A couple of these examples, two years ago, we saw something come out at Infocom called Arena 4 from Digico. From Digico, yep. Our bros at the Digicos. And then we we also had DLive. So, you know, we did a a job at a church here local in Arizona. Um, And can you tell us a little bit about how we did that with DLive? Yeah, so using the DLive, you've got your mix rack, which is going to do all the things that you need to do Mm routing-wise. So we had multiple... um, almost call them zones, right? If you want right. to think of like zones right. throughout the campus. So using one single mix rack, we're able to route audio to a coffee shop. Yep. We're able to route separate audio or same audio, however they mm-hmm. wanted to do it, yep. to um, outside speakers, to yep. the parking lot, to lobbies. And that was all done, even though there was maybe like four or five zones, it was all done from two mix racks, from right. two D lives. And so that's what we're getting to is, is these next generation consoles are taking um, what you think about a front of house desk, you know, with the surface in front of you and the snake box at the stage, and they're giving you so many more options. And if you think you know digital audio consoles, you need to take a secondary look at some of the new ones that are coming out. So, segue. (laughs) (laughs) It was a creative segue. What's this Advantis thing that I hear about all the time? Yes, the Advantis was a city that got submerged under the ocean. No, that was Atlantis. That was Atlantis. So, no, Avantis is an awesome audio desk. And, Michael, um, have you seen one? I've, they're mythical, but but I have seen one. <laughs> have, you, have you got to, to play with I one? I did. I got to uh, play around with one for, for a little bit. So, basically, we've been promoting um, some work that we did recently at a church. It's a Cornerstone Church of San Diego. Heart Rev yes, Church. Yes, they just changed their name to Heart Revolution Church. And um, we did the first Allen and Heath Avantis install in a house of worship in the U.S., which is really really cool. So, tell us a little bit about the Allen and Heath Avantis, Michael, since you spent a ton of time with it. So, what was really cool at um, Cornerstone Church, they had an SQ already, mm-hmm. and moving over to the Avantis, uh, Allen and Heath has done a very very good job at having a cohesiveness between all of their different lines that they offer between DLive, the Advantis now, which is kind of that mid range. Yeah. And then your SQ, which I see as the entry level. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we dropped in an Advantis there, they had an SQ seven at front of house. Right. We were able to literally within 15 minutes Mm -hmm. train their 19 year old sound guy. Yes. Very talented, but very talented, but 19 years old. Yes exactly how to use it yeah. how to fly through it within 15 20 minutes he was flying through it and programming things i was able to actually walk away and let him finish programming it and that's like incredible because most of our church staff i don't know how you guys are but for me i found a lot of my volunteers were high school 
right um junior high guys that going into high school going into college and i hope to hold on to them in their 20s and for somebody to literally fly on a desk and again this is a desk that yes it's more money than their sq they had before it's not that much more money and it's infinitely more uh, potential to do what they wanted to do. So what's some of the things that we did with that Avantis console? So what we ended up doing was uh, broadcast was one of their big uh, focuses that they wanted as they moved into this new season. Yep. And so we were able to plop an Avantis at front of house, mm-hmm. move their SQ7 to back of house. Yep. And now they have an actual completely separate engineer mixing in the back. We're doing digital splits through Dante, yep. which is amazing. A single cat Cable. Single cat cables carrying all that audio back and forth. Yep. Um, they're running stems from front of house or from the stage rather to front of house via Dante. Everything's yep. on the same network. Right. And and there's you know all their I/O and their bump in processing and how everything sounds and how it operates. And then there's like future proofing. So for them, if they want to add, uh, so D Live has this amazing little thing called uh, encoders. So they have a little single pot all the way up to eight sliders and they're all motorized and they all behave the same way that a motorized fader does on their surface avantis has that so if they ever want to put a volume pot in their in their lobby space they can do the that lobby space that's something that we actually talked to them about because i think mm. when i was there i was running front of house one day and mm. probably at least a dozen times somebody would come up and say oh it's too loud in the lobby or it's right. not loud enough in the lobby at this point right depending on the foot traffic that they had coming through so with Alan and Heath and the encoders, yeah. you could literally put, and it's a category cable, right. you could literally put a volume knob anywhere in that building, connect it into the system, and tell it this is what you're controlling. And it's one-to-one with your desk. So mm-hmm. literally, you could go to a fader bank, and in all the way up to their eight little sliders, like that could literally be in a kid's room. Right. And you could have a snake box there, and you could flip to fader E, and you could be looking at your kid's room, and you could be moving a slider, and you could have another guy in the room watching the slider move, and you could be soloing their mix. So it's a really flexible desk. So if you're looking at digital audio consoles for your church, and you're looking at um, you know, what you need now, you owe it to yourself to look at what's coming out. And it doesn't mean, guys, we're not talking about looking at a $100,000 desk. No, no, no. This desk, literally, with the snake box infrastructure we put in, it was only like fourteen dollars or $15,000. And I know that that sounds like a big number, but these are features that we've seen on $30,000, dollars $60,000 consoles that have been brought down to a market. And this is an investment, I think, that these guys will use for years and years to come. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, this first episode with Dan Gorley of Gear Talk. Uh, these are going to be good. Dan's a great guy. Um, and so, you know, if you ever have AVL needs, uh, contact those guys. They just, they really have a heart for the church. Absolutely. And, uh, we're, we're very uh, pleased to uh, kind of be a partner with them. So. And Free Church AV, too. Oh, yeah. September launching, 9th, I believe. Launching it launches live again. from the Experience Conference. Yep. So. so be on the lookout. It's a real thing. It is actually a real thing. You actually could win a, a brand new overhaul of your AVL system. So, all right, guys. Well, let's get into our last segment of the podcast before uh, ending out today uh, that we like to call sliding into the DMs. Well, guys, uh, we have been bringing back sliding into the the DMs. And so uh, we get so many questions uh, to Facebook and Instagram. And I don't think we get questions in the Tiki Talks. That's just people not laughing yet, at us. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. But um, 
a lot of times we just don't have time to answer as like in depth as we would. And so one of the questions that we've had lately is um, how do you recover in the moment? I think this is great. Like everything's going great. The Ableton's rocking. Oh no, the back screen went out. I don't know the lyrics. Oh no, we hit the wrong video in the moment. So Brian, in your, your years of ministry, how have you handled um, kind of recovering when things don't go according to plan? Not always well. <laughs> Let me, I'll be totally honest. I have not always handled it well um, because it, it, is, it is quite something to be standing in front of a room full of people, no matter how many people are in there and being the person who has to navigate through that with them. Yeah. Um, I will say I, I have sort of gotten away from acting like nothing happened okay. because everybody in the room knows that something happened. And I think it can be, uh, I think it can be a good moment between you and your congregation. You know, your pastor is going to stand for 35 or 40, 45 minutes and really share personal stories and all those things. And as worship leaders, we don't get as much of a chance to do that. And so I think when, when things go wrong, it can be a cool moment for them to see you, uh, they, as a real person, they can see you as a, uh, a leader, a real person who's walking through something. Maybe they're not, you know, leading worship in front of a few hundred people or whatever, but when something happens at their job, you know, they can relate. Oh, he's, they're just like me. Something just happened to him. So, you know, you don't have to take 15 minutes to do it, but uh, just to say, Hey, you know what? Uh, we're going to start that again. Yeah. You know, and be, be real as you're walking through the moment. Um, because everybody in the room knows something happened. Oh, absolutely. I, for the longest time. So when I was in marching band, our band director would always say, if you're going to make a mistake, make a mistake with confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, like he, he would always say like, you know, let's say we're doing the whole band's coming forward and it's that big moment in the song and we're going to hit, you know, we're going to hit the hash and everyone goes left and you accidentally go right. He would always say, you go right as if everyone else is wrong. <laughs> so like, I just kind of feel like, like in the moment, dude, just yeah. roll. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I it's just okay. own it. And it's okay. Yeah. Like there, I just own it. Like there was, there was a week I was starting to get into uh parallel compression. This is probably four or five years ago. And um, I was trying to put a singer, get of them a little bit more in a reverb. And I slammed them into the compression channel of, <laughs> and the mic rang back so loud. <laughs> like it was so loud. <laughs> Everybody turns around. I just go, my bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes like, look, we're going to make mistakes. You know, like we live in an age like, dude, what we do at my church now, there are so many moving parts so much automation, so much, you know what I mean? Like, and it's technology. It's not going to work perfect every single week. I don't Sometimes care. Sometimes it just happens, man. Dude, like we we were real thorough last weekend trying to get everything up and running and rolling and all that kind of stuff. And um, the ProPresenter computer froze right before service. And um, there was, when it came back, it, it did something weird in the ATEM software and like, it was just, it was like totally out of, and it was something, it was so far removed from everything else. You just missed. So, you know, the live stream sounded a little clipped, figured it out. We like, all right, we fix it next week. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there are yeah. some things like, okay, if there's lack of preparation, 
like, and you're making mistakes. Okay. That's a different We need to talk deal. about that. Yep, that's you know what I mean? Deal. But like, if we're doing all that we can, it just happens. So yeah. like, just be a pro. I remember years ago, we were, just, I forget what song we were starting. This isn't my last church. And it was, Randy started singing the wrong lyrics. And it was in the wrong key to a different, like, it was just, it was, and he just stopped and goes, look, I've been here four years now. This has never happened before. We're just going to start again. <laughs> People laughed. Yeah. It was a grace-filled moment. And we jumped back into it. You know what I mean? Like, we re- it, and it was good. We made the transition from AVM to live mix, which are these little, this is the same principle, but different. And so um, we were having a, some kind of a software problem with our with the brain that controls all the live mix boxes. And so it would never, ever, ever happen in rehearsal, but oh, only yeah. in services. So like we would do a 90 minute rehearsal before the service. It worked like a charm. We come out to start the service and nobody has anything in their ears. Oh gosh. And we're trying to communicate that to the booth, which is all the way in the back, you know, the back of the room. Yeah. And so there, there were times when I would just have to stand up and say, hey, sometimes things don't go like you planned. So we're gonna pray and we're gonna start in a second and it's all gonna be okay. <laughs> and it's, everything's gonna be great. Oh, uh, I think, I think, man, we strive for excellence all day, but the Lord's gonna honor the mistakes. Amen. Like we can still praise him through it. He's big enough to handle all of that, yep, yep. you know, and I, it, a lot of times it's not the end of the world. Thank you so much for listening to episode 87 of the Worship Leader Problems podcast. Hey, we need your help. Will you tell your friends? Will you tell your family? Will you tell your worship teams? Will you tell your tech teams all about this podcast? Um, we just, uh, we'd love for you to go in and review, like, and subscribe. So, uh, you know, when you subscribe every Tuesday morning, you're going to get this little, this little notification. That's going to be a, like a bright ray of sunshine exactly. on your day. When you know you get to hang out with Big Tasty and Big Gingy. So we need your help in that. And guys, don't forget, Experience Conference is coming up. Uh, Free for Church AV is coming up soon. Um, we're going to be, Brian and I are going to be hanging out here soon at Hope Church where they're going to get that. And we're going to do a bunch of live streams and you can hang out with us uh, through that. And so, gosh, there's lots going on these days. Don't forget about the coaching network. We had another mm. great session this last yes, we week. we did. Yes, we did. Talking about um, uh, having a broken relationship with the senior pastor and getting to know uh, each other and how to work with with each other and so you can actually go to youtube right now search worship leader probs and you can watch that session for free special guest you can mac sign up brock. for free mac brock joined us and, and led some worship at the end and it was an anointed time awesome. so guys thank you again just for listening and uh, we love you guys so much until next time see ya deuces Bye.